So I'd like to welcome Michael Sheridan, dream interpretation expert and um, runs Ashland Dream Interpretation. And Michael has helped me tremendously in my own journey in freeing myself from a lot of the negative emotions that were weighing me down, a lot of the sadness and pain and just general depression that I've had. So I would really like to, um, what exactly do dreams dissect? All right. Well, I, <laughs> thanks for having me, Gabrielle. Um, yes. Um, what do I do? I, I help spiritual seekers who are struggling to discover their life purpose and gifts. And using as little as one dream, I can put them in touch with the life they intended to live. That's me in a nutshell. Right. So for some people who may be skeptical, I, I being, you know, I was ignorant and I was skeptical of this. I knew I was in pain, but I was unsure how this could help me. Little did I know it would be life changing. But you know, what do you say to people who might say, I don't know if dreams can help me. I, I you know, maybe traditional therapy, but you know. I say nothing. No, I, I, uh, <laughs> you can't force anybody to look at anything. And I know that myself because I was the ultimate skeptic and um, I would have ridiculed anybody who was involved in this field uh, when I was younger. I only changed around age 26. Um, so, you know, I, I would definitely, if somebody says, oh no, conventional therapy would help me, I would be very encouraging of that because conventional therapy absolutely does help. Now, with the proviso, just like with anything else, you can have good therapists and bad therapists. So if you get a good therapist, conventional therapy is absolutely amazing and will help you through anything and it will transform your life. Uh, so there's many ways to do it. Um, and I think they're all valid. Whatever somebody wants to do, whatever they want to pursue, um, it, it's, it's going to work for them if they persist with it. What's different about dreams? Because I've tried therapy and I was in the office and I just felt like the therapist was talking more than I was. And so <laughs> <laughs> there she was. So I really couldn't no. get a word in. So, I mean, what do you, <laughs> doesn't it take longer? <laughs> like I was um, a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, like I said, some therapists are better than others. And um, why dreams? Well, I like dreams because dreams, um, show you exactly what the issues are in your life and where they came, uh, came from. And so you can have an issue today with like, if we say your issue is that you don't think people um, like you or whatever it is, then that's not about today because it's like you meet somebody new and you go, oh, I don't think that person likes me. Why do you think that? You think it because there's some time in the past at some point, somebody didn't like you that you needed to like you. And that's where the hole is. That's where the hole was created that you're forever then trying to fill in your life. And so dreams will bring you back. They'll say, yeah, here's the environment or here's the situation and, and here's the feeling. But it really comes from this time when you were one and this happened and you picked up this sense and you've carried it all the way through your life. Now that's meant to happen. It's not a failing on anybody's part. We all pick up dysfunctions. Every, nobody escapes that. Um, because and we so, all have gaps, right? Gaps that need to be filled. Well, we, you know, it's, our life is designed from a spiritual perspective, which is always the, the way I look at things or try to look at things. It's not the way I would have looked at it before. We tend to, on the earth plane, look at things from a human perspective. 
But our life is a spiritual journey. We're spirits first and we plan this life and we come here in order to pick up issues. It's like, you look at the earth as a hospital. It's like a, a hospital for your soul. We come here to pick up issues so that we can then work on them in an environment that's conducive to working on them. And so we can grow and then uh, grow past those issues and increase our awareness of who we are. It's a spiritual journey. It's not designed from the human perspective. And it doesn't make sense to look at it from a human perspective. It may, you know, small things in your life or, or some aspects of your life to look at them from a human perspective. But you really only get the answers when you look at the bigger picture. And, and that's where dreams come from. They always look at the big picture. They will link uh, the issues you have, where they come from and how they impact your health how it messes up your career, how it messes up your relationships, et cetera, et cetera. And so it's like you pick any aspect and you, by looking at your dreams, you can say, I know I can definitively improve this aspect of, of my experience of life by working on the issues that my dreams point out. Okay, nicely said. Well, you said you know, if, somebody, if you have an experience where somebody doesn't like you, it's from a previous experience, like when you were one or, or et cetera, five, um, and that's really the foundation. So what I want to know is how do dreams tell me that? I'm not sure. Well, so it's different for everybody. Um, and it's usually going to be before age five. So we can, we can remember certain things in our lives, of course, going back, but we don't remember our childhood, not, not logically. Uh, and the reason we don't remember our childhood is because we don't, that aspect of our brain isn't developed. We don't have a rational mind where we park those memories. And so oh, when we start off, we, have, uh, we all have male and female energy. When we start off, we're all female energy, which is op an open heart, basically. And mm -hmm. we want love and affection uh, from mom, and we want support and belief from dad. And we want that regardless of everything. We don't, like, it shouldn't be conditioned on anything. And if your parents don't give that to you in an unconditioned way, then we end up um, laying down in our subconscious mind, the female side, uh, a belief system about the world or a paradigm about the world that says this is the way the world is. And then when our rational mind develops as we get older and older, we already have this backdrop then in our subconscious that says this is the way the world is. People don't like you. And we look for that. We look for that evidence. That's what we do. And the very fact that we look for that evidence, like why is it one person could say people don't tend to like me and another person thinks everybody loves them and, and then a, a casual observer would be like, no, they don't. You just think everybody loves you or whatever. You know, it's like the same environment to two people is very different. They perceive it very differently. And the perception is because of the paradigms that are different in their subconscious mind. Um, oh, okay. That's really interesting. Um, so everybody starts out the same as open-hearted. And then when we have those specific experiences in our environment, that's what starts chipping away. And we become kind of less, you know, if, if I'm born. So for example, like for me, I did struggle with depression and things like that. And so Looking back, we, we discovered, you know, you know, some things about my own childhood. My mom was depressed, and but I didn't start out that way. Is that what you're saying? I oh, absolutely no yeah. baby's depressed. You know, it's um, like the classic one of like, no child uh, is born with a stutter. Something happens that makes you have this, uh, whatever the issue is. So something has to happen that causes you to to uh, have a tendency to be depressed. 
uh, but we don't start off that way. But it's different for everybody. You know, it's like um, we can you can group them and say there are certain types of issues, um, but the experience for each person is individual. You know, so you you wouldn't necessarily know that okay, this worked for one person, so it's definitely going to work for ten other people. That isn't always true. Um, because you need to know, well, why, why do I need to do this work on myself? What is, what is the point? What is it teaching me about myself? Right. So if we look at, about being open-hearted or wanting to be loved, is it probably an easier way to say it? Every child wants to be loved. They want to be held. They want to be hoped. And we come into life and we're, we don't get that love. Then what happens is we, we feel rejected. We feel pain. But we don't ever blame our parents. We always think that there's something wrong with us as right. a child we always think we are the fault we are at fault if i wasn't broken my mom would love me that kind of thing you know so there's, there's something happened that uh, something wrong with me and so we end up blaming ourselves um but we do still feel the pain and the hurt and what we end up doing roughly by around age two but definitely finished at age three we put this wall up around our heart where we say okay i'm not going to let anybody else get close to me because if i if I don't let people get close, they won't be able to reject me. And so we, we have that, this is a defensive mechanism that the child adopts that works. So um, does everybody have a wall? I mean, no, no, no. not everybody. But just, just in this hypothetical example, but it's a common okay. one. Um, 50, over 50% of Americans die due to heart-related illness. So 50% of people in America have this wall or had at some point. Um, I see. Just from that statistic. So, so not everybody, is- I'm confused though, because if everybody comes to earth, if we're looking at it from a spiritual perspective to heal is, and so would conclude everybody has some issues to heal, but then not everybody has a wall. So then not everybody needs to look at their childhood. Is that right? No, not everybody has the same issue. So you can see your own, you can, you know, you can see other people. It's easy for people to see an issue that they've already experienced. Um, but no, for some people, they get all the love that they need, but they don't get uh, support or they don't, they, they get something in some, in a different way. They get, let's say, messed up in a different way, end up with a different <laughs> paradigm view of the world <laughs> yeah. that they then have to uh, also fix. But it isn't necessarily that they have a wall up around their heart to keep people at a distance, um, you know, and, uh, I see. and so your dreams will say what it is for you and what you need to do. But it is true that not everybody needs therapy. For some people, it's enough to just know what their issue is and where it comes from. And um, they wouldn't necessarily need to do anything deep to, to heal it because life just by itself is intended to be healing too. I mean, our dreams are, but life as well. So if you're aware that you hold back out of fear because of a particular issue, well, then the next time you feel that fear, you can say, oh, well, I know where that comes from. It comes from this. So I'm going to ignore the fear and I'm going to do this anyway because, you know, I'm not going to let that control me. And so if your issue is, is uh, not so overpowering that it really does stop you, then you can overcome it yourself by p- pushing yourself, you know, into that stretch zone um, where I you're, you're taking that's interesting because um, I was listening to something the other day, somebody talking about mindset and 
person said, how do I uh, complete this action I want to take? I'm too scared. Like I don't have enough confidence. And the person responded and said, it's not about you get the confidence after you take the action. And, but at the same time, it's, that's, I found that I disagreed because it's not true for everybody. Um, for me, I couldn't have taken such confident action. Um, I was in pain. My heart was hurting. So I don't think that would have resulted in success for me. What do you say Absolutely. about that? Yeah. 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 So what tends to happen is people say to everybody else, what you need to do what I did because right. this works. You know, I do that too. And whereas dreams will say, you need to do what's specifically required for you. Right. And, and it can be very different for each individual. And so for some people, uh, it's about getting help. And for other people, it's about figuring it out and dealing with the issues on their own. And it all depends on what your life purpose is. Um, so for instance, people who are here to help other people grow, they tend to take on a dysfunction that will require them to get help. And then they'll, they'll see how powerful and, and useful help is. And therefore they will then improve their own view of their own gift for helping other people and, uh, and so on. Interesting. And so on. Um, but it, it all depends on what the whole purpose of your life is. I uh, see. That's a bigger feeds, scheme. Feeds in. Everything to be then. But lack of, but lack of confidence, though, that's a male energy trait. So we all have male and female energy. Male energy is about belief in yourself, being supported, feeling like no matter where you land on the planet, that you will be able to survive. Um, you know, in, an easier way probably to think of it is because that would be male energy at an extreme, like it really flowing strongly within you. But feeling like you're worthy of the space you occupy, that's also male energy. So if you don't have that, even if you have whatever other nurturing gift that you have, you're not going to feel comfortable using it because you feel like you're inconsequential in the room. And so you have to fix that in order to get to the point where it's like, no, um, I, I, uh, I'm, I was going to swear. I, uh, I'm allowed <laughs> this PG to here, stand here and state, uh, what it is, uh, that, that like, I do have the authority. I do have the skill and I know how to fix this. And, and you need to listen to me. Not that you need to say those things, but you need to have that within your psyche so that, um, you're able to stand on a stage or whatever it is that the action requires. Um, so yeah, it, it's different for everybody and you can have both, you can have issues with both male and female energy. Okay. Well, but wait, let me stop you here because we are something interesting. So it's like life is like a game board, like, and we're all just plopped on the earth and we all have our respective paths, but they get covered up, you know, and just the daily living. So not everybody needs to heal the same issues, but everybody does have a life purpose. So I'm confused on that. Um, how do people go about finding what issues they need to heal from their dreams? Like what are the different kinds of issues? So on my radio show, I always started by saying that uh, everybody has a superpower and we always think that uh, I could use this superpower if the obstacles in my way were just taken away. But our life purpose is to deal with the obstacles. So usually the very thing that you need to deal with is not smothered by life. It's, this, it's whatever that is, whatever you think is smothering you, that's what you need to work on. It's always much closer to you than, generally much closer to you than you think. Uh, but you said we're just plopped here. Not quite true. <laughs> we plan <laughs> our life purpose before we ever come here. You're right. And, and so uh, 
we plan it in amazing detail and that includes picking up the dysfunctions because that's that's part of it but why would we pick up a dysfunction why would i i pick up like a lack of confidence what is the point of that or feeling unworthy or useless it's because that's how you already feel in the spirit world and this is the issue you've picked that you want to work on this time around so you come here you pick an environment you pick parents who are going to help you transfer that onto the physical plane because we started off with a clean slate now you will lean in that direction pretty easily because that's how you already lean. Um, so a little bit of a nudge from the right environment and then you end up feeling like I I've no confidence and I couldn't do anything. And, and then you can say, okay, well, I, I could do all of this except for the way my parents treated me. That's what's holding me back. But that's not true. Your parents are helping you achieve your life purpose by giving you the issue and then working on that issue and clearing it, which you can definitely always do on the earth plane then frees you from that issue that all oh, that you've had for such a long time not just a, a lifetime on the earth plane but much longer than that you clear it here and once you clear it from here it's gone from everywhere and that's the point wow. of the growth that's amazing and you know it's so true um so you know if we say like you know i was full of insecurities i was plopped into an environment that fostered you know insecurities and so uh, I picked my mom. I picked my dad. I picked every experience. Is that what you're saying in my life? Yeah. Um, and most people, um, I, you would think would want to punch you in the face when you say you picked your parents. <laughs> but but yeah. it's, you know, it is, it's the easiest way to do, to transfer issues that you already have into this plane. The parents help you set up the paradigm before you have any logical mind, before you have the ability to rationalize and reason and go, wait a second, dad's an alcoholic. I shouldn't be listening to him. His view is completely screwed up. So before you have any of that ability, you already have adopted um, all of their influences, set it up in your mind as this is the way the world is, this is how I am, and then it gets locked in, and then you got to work on yourself to unlock it. Right. What I found was interesting after going through your course, my worldview completely transformed in a way that I wasn't expecting. Like uh, I started, I mean, I remember you said, you know, you'll be in similar, you'll be in the same environment or situation, but you see it differently and you don't react the same way. So could you say a little bit more about that transformation? Yeah. So, <clears throat> so this is what the paradigm thing is that you have a certain belief system baked in from a young age. And when you work on that, when you work on the issues that your dreams show and, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. And well, wait, could it. your dream say like, so I'm, I'm going to dream, is that what you're saying? And I'm going to show you the dream and you're going to say, oh, you know, example, not relating to me, your dad didn't love you enough. Is that, I mean, how do you, how do you know that? Well, it's got to be mom with love. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so it'll show up in your dreams as, as a woman who, like a woman at a cash register would, uh, at an exit, would say, mom put a price on her love. And so it's all done symbolically. Um, and so it's like that, that one symbol would say that if you did what mom wanted, she showed you affection. If you didn't do what she wanted, then she was going to give you nothing you know, just mm -hmm. same like the store clerk. If you say, wouldn't, wouldn't it be awful nice if you gave me this ice cream for nothing? They're not going to do that. Yeah. And so that's what it symbolizes that that's your experience in life. Um, and then there will be other things in the dream that will show the age that this type of thing happened. But when you work on that, so when you work on it with a therapy that works, and here's an important point, any issue that you experience needs to work on a person of that age. So if you picked up an issue at age three, 
then whatever therapy you select to work on it should work for a three-year-old. It can, you can't use an adult therapy to deal with an issue that you picked up before you were an adult. Oh, I um, see. What do you mean though? That. That's interesting. Because so like if you're in a crack, car crash tomorrow or something happens and you go for therapy about whatever happened, it's going to be about that trauma that you, that happened to you as an adult and you can talk about it and you can explore it and you can, and you can get to the bottom of it all. But if, if you are, go, so our mind stops at whatever age we pick up a trauma. So if you were, if you picked up a trauma at age three and we tried to talk about it and just do that to help you deal with it, it just wouldn't work. If you imagine getting a three-year-old and sitting them down and talking to them about, well, the reason your mommy's gone is she died in a fire. Uh, in a house fire and it's a they just don't understand that that doesn't make sense i mean yeah they understand fire but they're in emotional pain you're not going to be able to get through if you go earlier than three then they don't even have language so whatever therapy you use has to work for a child at the age that you picked up that therapy because that's the mind that's traumatized not the adult mind and so there are lots of therapies lots of you know that work um you know, that's why you will often see, um, like with a, with a kid, you, a child, you would give them something to color. You would say, like, draw this picture or color this in or whatever. And that will reveal things about them. But that's a language they understand. They can draw. Um, and so whatever, so whatever, whatever you're going to do, it must work at the age you picked it up. And so I always promote a therapy introduced by Phyllis Crystal. Uh, called Cutting the Ties That Bind. Right. Now, I combine it with a few things like regression. Um, which really can show you the stuff. What is regression? Because I wasn't familiar regression, with that term. It's kind of like a guided meditation. It's not really hypnosis, but it, you know, it's in that vein. Right. Um, so you're guided back to childhood so that you can re-experience uh, a trauma and do some healing about that trauma in the, in the session. Sometimes you'll go to a former life uh, if that's necessary too. Right. Uh, but generally you don't. Generally you can, you can do it in, the, in just looking at this childhood. And for a lot of people, what it does is it, it puts them in touch with the feeling. And they're like, okay, I get it. That feeling comes from this time in my life when I was 18 months old. I thought it came from today. I thought it was, you know, all around me now. And, and this is the thing about feelings. They don't have a timestamp with them. Like if I remember something from my childhood, I can go, oh yeah, I was six and I remember this. But the feeling that goes with that doesn't say, oh, yeah, that's when you were six. So if you have this wall up, and, and generally if we put a wall up to protect ourselves, if anybody gets close, we're generally very angry at them because, like, you know, don't you know I have this perimeter? You're not allowed to get past this perimeter. And we, we generally keep them back with anger. And when you look at it, you would say, well, no, John made me angry. That's why I did that. And it's not about John at all. It's, you, it's all about in the past you didn't get the love that you needed. And of course, this is specific. This is, you can't overgeneralize this, which is so exactly is it, what I'm doing. by age three? Is it by age three? By age three, we usually have the wall well in place and, and fortified even. Yeah. Um, we because we don't want to go through life with the pain. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, we shut ourselves off. But there are a lot of things that we get as a result of doing that too. So it's not all bad. Um, but we can take that wall down with effective therapies and then you get this enormous joy in life, this reconnection with the way life was when you came in. And you don't look for that paradigm anymore because you were asking, how did, how did your world change when you're in the same situations? And right. It's because we look for the viewpoint to confirm 
our previous diagnosis of the way the world is. And so when you've cleared that paradigm that you originally had, you're now in a, a, a position to be able to look at the world fresh without the tainted view of whatever it is that you had and say, okay, what is really going on here? This is amazing. Um, you feel the love that you didn't feel before because the wall's gone. That's one of the big things. And so you end up with a much stronger connection with people. And one thing that's kind of funny is even when people apparently try to hurt you, you can get your heart open to the point where you realize that's just where they are. Right. That's where they are. That, that you know, they're not, it's not about you at all. Their issue yes. is about them and they're just revealing what their issue is. Right. Uh, we were in the Piscean age before that and each one lasts 2000 years. So we've been in six male energy ages. Wow. And now we're going into a female energy age. It's about and- time. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's going to be so different that it's, it's going to be a struggle for people to, to, to operate in a female energy age because it requires an open and compassionate heart. And, uh, you know, it's just has a different foundation than male energy. So we will see the structures that we've, used, we've relied on for so long collapsing because they need to switch to female energy. That's amazing. Well, Michael Sheridan, a truly remarkable man, you, totally nobody like you on this planet. So I just want to say thank you so much for joining me. And I recommend Michael's dream interpretation course, uh, the top tier. It changed my life being a millennial. You know, sometimes I can be skeptical, but changed my life totally. It led me on my path, truly. So thank you.